Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio coming up at noon Elliot Shore Parks will join the show. Our first What If Wednesday. We're excited about this. Coming up at 1 o'clock, we will do a What If, a great What If in Philadelphia sports history. And, and Hugh and I don't know what it's going to be. Kyle's going to throw something at us. We're going to react to a What If, if something happens. There's so many of those over the years. So we'll get to that coming up. 215-592-9494. And uh, we have our updated quarterback list. Like a couple calls, then we'll get to where Jalen Hurts currently ranks for us. I believe we overrated him. That my perspective today is that over the last year, we've put him on a level that he's just not there. Maybe he'll get back to it. He, I, I re- and every time I see a highlight of the Super Bowl from two years ago, right, the, the one Eagles-Chiefs, I'm amazed at how well he played, how good he looked, how well he moved. He was – I don't think we were crazy what we thought a year ago. The problem is he just didn't sustain that this year. Yeah, I mean, and part of that is probably, you know, the offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator job, to me – is to see the things that you don't see. You're constantly trying to improve. I think that Jalen Hurts didn't come this far in his career to 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 just fall off like that. I I, I don't believe that. I really really don't. And that's why I, I believe wholeheartedly that that he's going to bounce back. But it, he can't do it by himself. You know, I think back on the years that I played in the NFL, and I remember talking to Tommy Brazier and him asking me before the season started, what is it you want to be? This was like my third year in or fourth year in. He was like, okay, now it's time for you to figure out what type of player do you, that you want to become. You know, you want to be a Pro Bowl player or you just want to be just another guy. And I remember having that conversation, and I remember watching film with him every day and going over certain things that he sees that I don't see and him teaching me how to, to, to set up and formulate a plan to attack certain certain offensive linemen during the course of the week and things of that nature. I'm assuming it's the same with the quarterback. you got to have a plan. You have to go into it with a game plan. And I'll tell you this part that I, I do know, or it, it felt like I should say because I, I wasn't in there. It didn't feel like going into any Eagles game that there was a plan. I mean, that that that's real. And, and if anybody that's watched football or, or has watched it for a while, you know that there's always – uh, first 15, first 10, where you go out there and you have some unscouted looks that allow you to move the ball down the field or at least get your quarterback comfortable. I pointed out a couple weeks ago during the Super Bowl where you saw Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball short intermediate pass to sideline to sideline just to get him comfortable. You got to get a pattern. You got to do something, establish something that allows your quarterback to get comfortable. It never felt like that was the case with the Philadelphia. No, and what's what's challenging now for the Eagles is they don't have they have a new coordinator, right? And we'll see. You know, Kellen Moore's had success in the Coach NFL. Gruber. 
Coach Cooper, as we call him here, but he's got to develop it here with Jalen. And the way the Eagles have set this up, like I'm looking at my list, and we're going to get to our quarterback list in a a couple minutes here. Seven or eight of my guys have have either the head coach calls the plays or I really believe in the play call. So it's like easy to believe the quarterback's going to keep playing at that level because you just know what you're going to get. I don't know. I mean, you could tell me right now that that Kellen Moore is the offensive assistant of the year next year and Hurts is an MVP candidate. I could also see Moore struggling to, to kind of incorporate his stuff with Sirianni, and it's awkward. I mean, I I don't know right now. We'll see when we get there. Matthew is in Deford. Hey, Matthew. Yo, what's going on, fellas? What's up, Matthew? What do you feel? Listen, I agree with everything Christian says, except for, you know, is he the most overrated player? No, but he definitely is overrated. And let me quote for a little bit. Now, last year we all realized that the Eagles had a ridiculously easy schedule, right? Mm-hmm. And then they went to the playoffs, and, and we got fortunate. We played Daniel Jones. Let's face it, Daniel Jones and the Giants, they stink. And then we played San Fran, and we knocked their quarterback out early. So, okay, we got we got through we got through pretty easily. And then he we got to the Chiefs game, and he played a great game. Hurts played a great game, right? But my whole thing was I got to see it again. And we were so quick after that one year to say, Oh, he's he's right behind Mahomes. Who would you rather have other than Mahomes than Hurt? And I was like, dude, we got to see him do it again against a, a, a stiffer a stiffer schedule. Now this year we come into it, and like Chris Sims says, he still got AJ Brown, he still got AJ uh, Smitty, he still got Goddard, and he still got one of the top three offensive lines. No other quarterback in this league has all of that, and he and he struggled with twenty three touchdowns and fifteen interceptions. You could take the top 10 to 15 quarterbacks in this league and they would have better numbers on this team than Hurts. I really believe that. And so I'm I'm not sold on, on Hurts all the way yet. It's just so many. Then we got to the playoff game. Howard said it. They, they, they drilled him all week on how to pick up the blitz. He didn't do it. And it got so bad. I never even saw this until y'all mentioned it. It got so bad. God had given him the middle finger on the line, on the, on the sideline. You know what I'm saying? So, I just don't believe in him yet all the way. So, yeah, he's overrated. Well, and, and we did. We were sold off to one year. And you look at his – he's got three years as a starter, Matthew. Two of them are pretty good or decent, whatever you want to frame him as. One of them's great. I mean, that right now, that's the outlier for Jalen Hurts. That's the one yeah. that doesn't fit the rest. Can I, can I ask both of y'all, how about uh, what if the outlier is the, the, the office coordinator and him knowing how to get the best out of Jalen Hurts? But what, aren't we in a bad situation then if we're always relying on a coordinator? Well, it, it, no, I don't but think so. But what if Kellen Moore stinks? No, I don't, I don't think so because I think the coordinator's job is to get the best out of the athlete and try to put him in a position to help him be successful. So, no, I don't, I don't think that's the but, case. But my point is with, I mean, with some other teams, you don't worry about the coordinator because the coach calls the plays. Are you worried about the – I don't even know who the coordinator is of the offense for the 49ers because Kyle Shanahan's the offense. Yeah. We don't have that here, so we're relying on, like, whoever they pick to be the coordinator. That's well, a tough I, life. Well, I, I feel like – Whomever, like, I think Kellen Moore and the reason why they picked Kellen Moore, because everything you're saying is valid. No question about that. It, it's valid. But I think that we are looking at this in the wrong spectrum because I think Jalen Hurts thrived with an individual that knew him well enough to know where his strengths and his weaknesses yeah, lie. Yeah, but Shane is not good. coming back. No, he's not. That's why I'm saying Kellen Moore has to be that guy. And I think that I was fooled. The wool was pulled on my eyes with Brian Johnson. I thought he was that guy, and obviously he wasn't. My fault, Matthew. I'll let you cook. No, no, here's my last point. And here's the most damning thing that we heard last year. Remember when Nick Bosa said we we, we got the blueprint to beat the Eagles? Yes. And he said he wanted to take away, they wanted to take away Jalen's rush lane 
and make him play quarterback. In other words, make him throw the ball. What other top QB do you want to make them throw the ball? None. And that is damning. And guess what happened? We lost six out of the last seven games. And, hey, you got to look at Nick Bosa and say, I guess he was right. They had the blueprint. Well, I think he was. Yeah, and Matthew, good phone call. So my fear with that is, like, can Jalen overcome that Mm -hmm. potentially? Right, He could grow. And he has. And I think he's grown from the pocket at times. But the issue is, if that's what the blueprint is in the NFL and his legs leave him, which they're probably going to, right? Most running quarterbacks slow down as time goes on. I don't know if that's yet, but at some point, Jalen's not going to run as much. It's just the reality of it. Well, what does he do when his legs go? If if teams want him to throw, and one day, maybe it's now, maybe it's three years from now, he can't run as effectively, you know, I I don't know. Yeah, I I will say this, though. I I feel like... Like we're looking at this in a vacuum for the for the most part because there were times before that San Francisco game where Jalen did decipher defenses and he did pick them apart and he did pick up the blitzes. It just got progressively worse as the linebacker played and the linebackers we played against got better. So I I don't know if if I'm sold on it like everybody else is because I, I saw early on in the season him making good decisions from the pocket. So I, I I believe in him in that aspect. He just needs to be coached up to the point where he can see the blitz and he's not worried about the rush like like Nick Bosa said before. Well, and if he that that's such a it's a flaw of his game that we've seen since the beginning. Now he was a little bit better at it. I just felt like the whole offense in 2022 was efficient. It was quick. He made quick decisions. This year it was not that way. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. All right, let's get to our quarterback list here. Our updated. QB list as uh, as presently constituted. So last year, when we did our first list as a show, Hugh, I had Jalen Hurts as the third best quarterback at pro football. I had him number three. I had him only behind Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Here is my updated list. Hugh has his as well. And then uh, Kyle could tell us what we got wrong here in our updated quarterback list. I'm going to go, and we'll, we, could, we could both go, until Jalen. Like, we'll just read him until we get to Jalen and stop there. Here's what I have. Can I give you the caveat with my list, though? No. What do you got? Because I'm pretty sure, Joe, your list is going to be different than mine because you put every quarterback in it. Uh, of course, the best I put, one. I only put the young Thundercats. Oh, uh, you're list. an ageist. Yeah, a, a little bit, a All little right. bit. I got the young Thundercats on mine. So I don't actually. The way I look at it now, I have one older quarterback. Well, I, maybe, I, maybe I got maybe one guy that's yeah. not considered a young Thundercat, but to me, he's a young. I've just got one. Um, I, I I tend to think younger players are better anyway. It's just for the most part, unless you're Tom Brady, you, you, I don't want you on my list. But here we go. Number one. Patrick Mahomes. And if, in fact, if you tier these, it's just Mahomes is on his own tier, and then we just fix everyone. You know, we go after that to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Agree. Number two, I elevated this guy off this past year. I used to have him in like the three or four range, but he's been more durable than some other guys. I have Josh Allen at number two. Ah, uh, nope. Josh Allen, two for me. Number three, and I didn't know what to do with him because another kind of injury plagued year. But I still believe in Joe Burrow. I think he's a tremendous thrower of the football and, and a winning quarterback. I have him at number three. So Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Number four, I don't know what to do with this guy. He's got two MVPs. He stinks in the playoffs. I can't knock how good he is, though, in the regular season. And that's Lamar Jackson. I have him as the fourth best quarterback. Number five, you're not going to like this, Hugh, and no one's going to like it. The reality is he's good. I have Dak Prescott at number five off of the year he just had. Number six, I didn't know what to do with him because he's older. But, boy, Matthew Stafford could still play. When his body allows him to be on the field, he could still play. Stafford at six. Justin Herbert at seven. Tough year. Injuries. Talent is there. I think he's got a good coach now. Number eight, Jordan Love. 
His second half of the season was outrageous. He looks like he could be an MVP candidate next year. Number nine, I have C.J. Stroud. Number 10, the most disrespected good quarterback in the NFL, Jared Goff. Guy's good. Guy's been good for years, and he was in the NFC Championship game this year. Number 11, I have Brock Purdy. Off a Super Bowl trip, Brock Purdy was far better this season than Jalen Hurts. And at number 12, I have Hurts. I have Hurts as the 12th best quarterback as we enter the offseason. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lamar, Dak, Stafford, Herbert, Love, Stroud, Goff, Purdy, Hurts. Hugh, what do you got? You know, it's funny. Our list is somewhat similar, save the position that you have some of the players mm-hmm. in and some of them OGs that you have on the list. Matt Stafford did not make my list. No disrespect to Matt Stafford, but he's, he's an OG in my mind. Justin Herbert, you talk about a guy who there, there has been a lot of aspirations and hopes that he would be in that, that list of elite quarterbacks. He's not. I know he has a talent, but he hasn't been able to amass it in the last couple of years. I went with the young guys, and I also kept it to this year and, and how I felt the quarterbacks played mm. this year. So, number one, obviously I got Patrick Mahomes. That's easy. Number two, Lamar Jackson. I got Josh Allen at number three. Jordan Love for the playoffs that I like. I don't get to see a whole lot of Green Bay games, but that playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys I mean, really he stuck tore out. them apart. <laughs> like he dismantled them. So I had Jordan Love at number four. Joe Burrow at number five. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Joe Burrow for what he's been able to do. His body of work has proven that he's still a top five quarterback, even though he was hurt. And I did this begrudgingly, man. But I try to be fair and balanced. I do not want to be Chris Sims on this on this program. <laughs> So I tried to be, you know, as fair as I possibly can. So I put Dak Prescott at number six. All right, I think that's fair, yeah. You know, C.J. Stroud, when you talk about the history of Ohio State quarterbacks and the bad rap that they've gotten, and to have a coach like D'Amico Ryans and, and what they were able to do this year, I had to get a young man his props. Tua Tagovailoa, mm. tried, I put him at number eight because early this year, they looked like the team to beat, and I know I put it out there that they weren't going to make the playoffs, but they did. They froze in the playoffs, though. Well, I mean, literally. They yeah. literally froze in the playoffs. I only went to number 10 on my list, so. Number nine, my number nine quarterback is Brock Purdy, for obvious reasons. And number 10 <clears throat> is my man, my man Jalen Hurts. <laughs> he's, he's number 10. All right, so you have him 10. I have him 12. We both have Purdy one spot over Hurts. Yes. You have Love very high up the list at number four. I Tua was like right after Hurts. Like I, I think Tua is better than some people think. People yeah. just make believe he's not good at all. He, he's better than I thought he'd be in the NFL. He's a solid quarterback. I had him third. You know, if I kept going, Tua would probably be next. So, all right, I have him at twelve. Hugh has him at ten. Kyle, your reaction to where are we now rank Jalen Hurts? Uh, just allow me to switch the music real quick. Uh, <laughs> you, you guys did this on purpose. You don't like. No, no, no. I want to know why you think Brock Purdy is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Other than, don't give me the crap. That he was just in the Super Bowl. I don't freaking care. Okay, bad him. quarterbacks. Yeah, I played him all year. I, I, I do not care. What would Brock Purdy have done if he were on the Eagles last year? We would have been worse. We probably would have won six games. Oh, stop. If Brock Purdy was the quarterback of this team last year, it's true. A five game. Jalen Hurts is like yes, dude. Jalen Hurts is way higher up on the list that the Eagles win games and we're ten and one than Brock Purdy is for the 49ers. I can't th- – this whole Brock Purdy stuff is nonsense, guys. It's crazy. All right. I th- I thought He's he not that him. good. All year outperformed. All, right, all right, regardless of the Purdy stuff, range-wise, range-wise, <laughs> yes. your reaction to where Hurts lies. Uh, I, so I think right, probably right outside the top ten is appropriate. So we're both in the right For range. For Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Brock Purdy, dude. 
I can't get that out of my head. Yeah, you're. In, you're you in, don't think Brock Purdy's better than Jalen Hurts? You he don't really. Played right, him right. this year. He had a better season than him last year because he's on the him. 49ers. Out. Played him. Oh my goodness, guys! It's also guys. about decision making. Jalen, I watched Jalen Hurts throw the ball into just, this is, an interception this is in Seattle. Outrageous. I watched Jalen Hurts take a safety in a playoff oh game. Oh my god, guys! I haven't watched Purdy make a decision oh like that in a god. year. Uh, no, oh yeah, you have. It just bounces off the face oh, mask boy. of the freaking Lions Here player, dude. That's not a bad. No, that was a poor throw. He overthrew. That wasn't a bad decision. It was one on one. He just overthrew him. And you know what? I, as as I think about this, you know, there was a time where there was a lot of people in the NFL that felt like Tua Tagovailoa couldn't play. Like, there were a lot, and he got with his coach down there, McDaniels, Coach McDaniels, and he got him right. I feel like this could be the same thing. You have to marry your offense with the quarterback skill set. But what does – all right, let me – you keep saying this, and I agree with you. What does Jalen do really well right now? Right now, I think he I think he threw the football early on well. I think he threw the foot. I think what we have to incorporate into his game is short intermediate passes. We need to get Jalen to get the ball out of his hands I agree quicker. with that. You know, because I think he held that the ball a lot so of things. I think a lot of things that we did with Jalen was deep, deep home run throws. Like, and we need to we need to have those intermediate, comfortable throws. We need to have those running backs leaking out of the backfield throw. We didn't do a whole lot of that. It was all or nothing. We were playing Madden. It was like somebody was out there playing Madden Sometimes with a real squad. I wonder if it's he's the one doing it. It, he, it, it, might, it has, might be. He has the ball in his hand, right? Like he makes the call now. I agree with you. They could give him some more outlet stuff underneath. But that throw in Seattle, the, the, the oh, hero yeah. ball. <laughs> Damn the torpedo. That was his choice. Yes, he, he was. Kenny Gainwell's open underneath. So they probably should do exactly what you're saying, and I think it'd make them a more efficient offense. But, I mean, he's got to be the one that makes those throws. I, yeah. I, I just have to put my foot down on this stupid freaking Brock Purdy thing. Because, <laughs> uh, look, like I'm, I'm thinking stuck. of the – they were just showing the highlights of it early on, mm. the Eagles and Buffalo game. If Purdy is on this Eagles team, we don't, we don't win that game. Jalen Hurts won that game. But they win the game. Seattle game. I mean, they win the Seattle uh, game. There's no I question. I don't know about All that. All they had to do is get to 17 points. Okay, but you're you're automatically assuming that Brock Purdy looks like he does on the 49ers on this Eagles team. Right. There's no way. Well, how There's do we, no well, how way. How do we know how Jalen, who this year struggled, held the ball too long, yeah. right, and and obviously doesn't get rid of it quick mm-hmm. enough? How does he handle Shanahan's offense? Well, because like, he's with Kyle Shanahan, who is a better coach than Nick well, Sirianni, a better offensive game planner, and he has George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, and Debo and Ayuk. Like, I don't think there's even a question. That the Niners were a better team they than were, the Eagles were last were year. And they were so much were set up for Purdy but, to succeed. And if it was, cl- if the numbers were close, I'd be with you, Kyle. I'd say, all right, I bump them up because the, the, one team's. But I know the, we the don't just have to look at the numbers, enormous. though, guys. We can use our eyes, they fellas. An, please, it's, a, it's an enormous please. difference. No, we, we can we use our eyes. When a sometimes. passer rating is like one fifteen um, to eighty nine, oh no, my god, no, no. I don't care. It's enormous. Use your eyes sometimes, guys. My, uh, Come I watched, on. I watched the game with all my, all oh. of my eyes when they came here to Philadelphia, and Purdy outplayed them oh all my, game long. Oh my god, because the Niners are better than the Eagles. Yeah, and Jalen's not as good as we thought. Right, let's go to Lamar in West Philly. What's up, Lamar? Hey, 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 first of all, man, y'all, y'all driving me crazy. What's why, Lamar? Why? No, no, no. First, you, pleasure to meet you, man, on South Street, on Bainbridge Street, man. I gave you some of my bourbon. It was dad hat. I don't know if you like it, but I got another one for you. Get um, You know, I like, yeah, dog, Lamar, I yeah. like bourbon, dog. Yeah, you know how to you get know, on Hughes' good like, side you know, with like the bourbon. No, 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 yeah, he got, I poured him some of my, um, my, uh, my dad's hat. He liked it. But, um, yeah, get Noah's middle. All right. Now, let me let me get on what I got to say, because I'm, I'm tired of all this overrated talk. And I understand he didn't play great, all right? But I'm going to paint this visual picture for y'all to understand. The man probably played the top six offensive player in the game during the Super Bowl last year. Well, before last year. 
that his that performance was is like like Nicky Foles kind of before everything he was dropping was dying. I agree. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Then you just go into the next year. He loses both his coordinators. Okay. Let's first of all he lost his offensive coordinator. Okay. Then come in the next season, they were winning. They we got eleven wins. We won on pure talent. And then what happened is. The, 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 the plays was so horrendous and so easy and, 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 and nonsensical and funny. If you know they're blitzing, why is there no hot route? I watched the play. I keep rewinding it, rewinding it, rewinding it, all the plays. Guys are going going in deep routes. And, and, and before you can even turn around, these guys are in their, in their face. He couldn't even throw it nowhere half the, half of the time. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. I hear all this talk about, Y'all bashing my my man Jalen and saying that he's overrated. We had a bad. We year. over Lamar. Did we overrate him? No. Wait. What? What did last year? If I asked you, is he a top five quarterback? <laughs> hold on. Hold on, Lamar. Lamar. Uh, Lamar. Hold on. At the Super Bowl, he was great. If I asked you after the Super Bowl last year, is he a top five quarterback? What would you have said? Yes. Yes. You still think he is? Yes. Lamar, Lamar. Listen, when you take away coaching is a major part of the game. Tell him again, Lamar, major part. Listen, if he had the same coordinator and then he played bad this year, mm. then I was sitting then I would say, okay, maybe he's not who we thought he was, right? But Bears though, that coordinator wasn't on his team this year. And you see how it imploded. Well, everybody looks like they about to fight each other. That's to tell you everything you need to know. That's so, why I was so, when I was so happy that they got they got Kellen Moore to come in. I was like, oh my God, somebody that's going that's going to hopefully draw up some good some good plays that he he can get to look like the Jalen that we that we know because that coordinator was trash. Yeah, I, I got a feeling that's going to be some tough. Like Jalen going to get some tough love this year, dog. And that's good. I, I think that that's a good thing. I think, I think it's going to be some tough love. Lamar, good phone call, man. We we appreciate. It. All right, so I just I just started. Then this is just a prototype. It's not official. But I started making. <laughs> Wait a minute, what you over there doing? Man? I got a bingo board. <laughs> Jalen Hurts excuse bingo, and I think Lamar in tw- in you know a minute and a half may have hit six of the nine spots: coaching, schedule, defense, the locker room See, issues, hot routes, injuries. I don't think those are excuses, though, mm. Joe. I mean, because I think you've been a little hard, just a little bit. Excuses is it's just not... a harsher word for reasons. <laughs> no, it's reasons. not. They're not excuses. Those are the intangibles. That did not take effect in order for our quarterback to be successful. And I'll tell you another intention. Why can't he overcome I, it? Because he didn't get the tough love that he need. That's what I maybe was about he, to say. Well, he maybe, need that tough unless love. Unless he did and didn't he, listen to he, it. Accountability. Oh, I like that word. Accountability, Joe. Should I put that on the bingo board? Or yeah, is that not did. a bingo well, board? Well, no, because your bingo board is kind of negative. It's skewed. I'm feeling like I'm, no, wait a second. I feel like I'm being Kyle, is this by nature attacked negative? a little bit. No, it's no, I'm just saying I feel like I'm being Co- attacked a little bit on Coach, the slide. Coaching. Yeah, these negative words, coaching, <laughs> schedule, defense, locker room stuff, hot routes, injuries. That's not that's no, all I'm saying. I feel like you're that's using football guy stuff. You're just see, I feel like you're using them as a negative though. That's not the case. I'm playing bingo. These are factors. <laughs> like we tend to forget because we get we get clouded by the money. That Jalen Hurst is still a fairly young quarterback in the NFL. That's true. He's he's a young quarterback, and he still needs to be his hand still needs to be held to a certain extent. I think one of the problems that he had last year was that he wasn't held accountable for anything that he did, right or wrong. Now, I will say this: like since we're speculating, and Chris Carton threw it out there, there probably was 
some 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 uh hatred towards him because people probably felt that he wasn't held accountable. Mm. And the reason why I say that it's not like I necessarily have receipts, but I listen to everything that's being said. Mental receipts. Yeah, mental receipts. And when you have certain players like Lane Johnson, and I, I don't think I'm being out of I'm talking out of turn. But Lane Johnson says something to the effect that guys aren't doing certain things out there on the field. I can't remember the exact quote, but I think he said something that it was attributed to the quarterback play, if I'm not mistaken. Now, I might be wrong, and I might, you know what I mean? But I, I, he did say something that was attributed to the play of the offense. Yeah, I think he did. Off, the offense. They, they, they weren't doing everything they needed to do. Yes. The offense. And so well, I think that was obvious. That, that's, yeah. that's probably a vague, you know, indictment of the quarterback. But let, let's think back on this season. Shall we? And when you talk about the offensive woes that we had, I can't remember a time where the quarterback was blamed for anything that was that went wrong with the team. Now that might be something. Now, now I'm speculating here, but that might be something that might rub people the wrong way. You know, because now when I, now that I think back on it, because one of the calls that AJ had when when all the stuff happened in Seattle, that it wasn't his fault, and and that's when all this whole things came out. We start improvising and things of that nature. So there's probably something there where people were mad because the quarterback wasn't have, having his feet held to the it's fire. It's the way this works. He was he was second in MVP voting last year. This year he wasn't right. He got a lot of the credit last year. This year he gets a lot of the blame. That, that's quarterback play. Two one five five nine two. In the building though, he ain't get none. Of it. I don't think he got mm. none in the building. Ninety four ninety four. We'll come back. Elliot at noon. Jalen Hurts. Have we overrated him? I believe we have. Not that he's not good. I think he's a good player, but. I, Boy, we had him as a top five guy. He didn't play like it this year. And a non-sports take the three guys. Plus, do the Eagles have a culture problem? We'll let you hear the Craig Carton audio from yesterday. It's all coming up. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillian. Elliot's going to join us at 12. A lot of reaction today on WIP, starting with the morning show, and uh, and we've continued the conversation in our own way about Jalen Hurst. Did we overrate him? I mean, I'm looking at some of our polls just over the last year. On December 6th, 61% of our audience thought he was playing like a top-five guy. Last March, 88% voted him as an elite quarterback. With that, I say we overrated him. Good player. I still have him as the 12th-best quarterback in football as we go into the offseason. But not elite, not not the way he played last year. Where do you come down on Did we overrate Jalen Hurts? We'll get to a non-sports take as well. But there's also more to this whole thing. And, Hugh, you've alluded to it, and we've all have in a way over the last couple months. More, right? There's more here. Yeah, than it's just... like some, some stuff to unpack. Yes. We're unpacking some well, stuff. Well, Craig Carton started to unpack it yesterday. FS1, here is some of what Craig Carton said he heard about the Eagles late in the season and why things maybe went, went the wrong way. I, I know now exactly what happened. And what the divide was that broke that team apart. All right. And it has nothing to do with on the field play. Ooh. All right. And I can't get into it. What? I, I somebody can't. sleep with somebody's wife? I what? can't get into it. What happened, Craig? I can't get into was it. it baby mama but I, I can tell you it's either that money there or was legitimate <laughs> drama amongst some of the guys because of some off the field stuff. And I will leave it at that. Was money involved? And I will Were not women involved. I will not be surprised <laughs> if there is a high-profile player not on the Eagle roster AJ Brown. next year. AJ Brown, well, come on out, Craig. I'm going to leave it at that. Come on out, Craig. I, How you going to leave that on the table? Because that's, I, I found out definitively and factually what broke that team apart this and, year. Yes, a team that was ten and one. Yes, no issues. No issues. And all of a sudden, a off really the big did issue off start. The did the issue start <laughs> the issue when the involved? Niners came into town wearing their all black? Got nothing to do with football. Nothing to do with football. No. Does it have something to do with romantic relationships? I'm not getting Big Dom. Is Big Dom involved? Is Big Dom involved? No. no you know, nothing gets me more than the hype men there. The, the hype men in that video or the, and the audio there is the best part of it. All right, 215 So, Craig Cart yesterday alludes to a big culture problem with the Eagles, right? Something that would break any group of people and how bad it was. And he knows it factually and definitively. Hugh, I keep coming back to this, that we've we've discussed this kind of cultural issue the Eagles may have for three months now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not disputing something may have happened. There may have been a rift. Jalen may have acted a little differently after a contract. They may have stopped believing in a coach or two. They did fire a coach or demote a coach midseason. But Hugh, the way I view this is I think the Eagles had more of a football, football problem last year that kind of moved into a culture problem. They had the, one of the worst defense in the league. I, I still think their issues were more football than non-football. Hugh, after everything we've talked about, the Craig stuff yesterday, what you have felt, do you think they have more of a football problem or a culture problem? <sighs> that they got to fix this offseason? I would say it's culture. I would say it's culture. And the, and the funny thing about that is because we just had a press conference a few weeks ago and somebody was alluding to how they set the culture. Like, for me, when I think about 
all of these issues that we do not know about that happen in the locker room. To me, that screams uh, of, let me see how I should, should frame this, of not addressing the, the elephant in the room. I don't know what that elephant is, but it feels to me now that I think back on it. Now, there probably was a lot of people that kind of felt some kind of way about the way certain individuals were being coached. And I'm being vague because people I don't know. I know somebody's probably sitting there, especially after the card thing, talking about, well, just say it here if you don't say I don't know. I don't know. I am speculating. Everything that I'm hearing, like I'm, I'm piecing stuff together that I've heard. Like I don't know anything for sure. So I'm piecing stuff together from, from conversations that I, I've seen or heard other guys say or whatever and trying to formulate my opinion from that. So I don't know anything uh, for certain. I'm not, I mean, I'm not credit card and talking about this, that, or the third, but there was something wrong in this locker room. And for the guy that sets the culture not to address it, I think that's the most egregious thing. So, and, I, and I said this before, that a lot of times some of these conversations need to be uncomfortable, they, but they have to be had. They have to be had. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't feel like it, they were had. It really, really doesn't. So it doesn't. Um, but whether or not they were had or not, they couldn't stop anyone down the stretch of the season. Their defense was the one of the worst, if not the worst, in the NFL. I think that was the bigger problem. If you fix the defense and get better players, I still think they're going to end up being a good team. I, I'm not disputing there's something going on, something went on this season. But that stuff happens sometimes in sports. You have a you have a tough year. The locker room kind of goes awry. You have guys annoyed at each other. I, I think this has become this huge thing, and it's almost taken away from the fact that their team wasn't as good. That that I I believe that two one five five nine two nine four nine four football problem or a culture problem. What, what's what's the biggest issue that you see with the Eagles right now as we go into the off season? Kyle, what do you think on this? Football problem, culture problem, both need to be fixed. I think we can all agree yes. on that. But what's to you the bigger problem? Well, I think the culture gets fixed with the football. Mm. Like, I think it's there's an order of operations here. It's the football and then the culture. Like, if you're winning, you're going to have a good culture. If you're not winning, the culture's going to go it's bad. It's the old chicken and the egg it, thing. it is, but I think there's a definitive chicken here and a definitive egg. And I think it starts— Who's, who's what? Uh, well, I I, get, What do you have to have first? I guess. Well, I guess we need to determine which actually came first before we. All right, no, well, we don't have time for that. Well, I, I would say this. <laughs> so, like, the I, eggs got it. I guess I just want to know if anybody can name me a team or an organization in a year that had a bad football team or a bad team, but everybody said, oh, you know, they had a great culture. It doesn't happen. Well, I think back to the last bad Eagles year, 2020. The culture was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. And it was because they were losing. Like, if they win, the culture's going to get better. So, I, I think it's. While I don't think there is not a culture problem, I think it gets fixed if the football problem gets fixed. Wait a minute, you don't think it's a culture problem? No, I said I don't think there's not a culture oh, problem. Oh, okay. I double negative you there. Yeah, yeah, you did. I, yeah. I'm with Kyle on this. I, and I'll go to the hurt, the Hurts aspect of it, right? Hurts is stoic. Hurts is quiet. No one cared when he was in the but, yeah, Super Bowl. Nobody cared when they were we winning. We cared, or they oh, cared. I remember people calling us. Oh, he looks. He just looks like he's ice water in his veins. Focused. Then when it went bad, it was like, why ain't he got nothing to say? Why ain't he looking at the iPad? Like when Elliot made the kick to put in the overtime in Buffalo, everyone was like, man, Hurts is just I know. so locked in, like he smelled blood. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> now we're it's, all it's all good all until bad. it ain't. If this and look, he's not as he's not the same player, but it reminds me a little bit of the Aaron Rodgers discourse over the last ten or ten or fifteen years. Do we think Aaron Rodgers just became kind of a jerk the last five years? 
No, he's always a jerk. He's but, been that. But he's a four-time MVP, so his MVP years, no one cares he's yeah, a that jerk. Ca- he got that cachet. Yeah, he right. Ca- Jalen doesn't have that cachet. But then once he started to slip like that last year in Green Bay, they got him out of there, and they yeah. were like, oh, it's more refreshing now. It's a it's a team now. We don't have this Aaron Rodgers guy sucking the oxygen out of the room because he's, you know, whatever he's talking about. And that's about. why I feel like there was some, some, some uh, what's the word, uncommunicated expectations. I feel like I feel like that that was the case, but when you're winning, when you're balling, you accept all of that. But Jalen wasn't balling, and so that's probably why it was hard for a lot of people to digest. So go back to balling because he, he and then he gets fixed. Like, like I feel like now nah, I feel strongly on my take about how it was one of those things where you know Jalen's not being ridiculed for some of the things that he's doing. Like I even go back to think about when, when uh who was it uh, Dallas got a game the game the number one. Yeah, probably has something. Probably has something to do. I remember when you sent that to us. You're like, look at it a couple no, of times. Somebody sent it to me because yeah. I didn't see it. See, you may have missed it. <laughs> and it was like, wait, so, did I see but, what I think I saw? I feel like now that's probably what it was. Mm. It was accountability was kind of off because everybody like you don't like to be yelled at if you're the only person getting yelled at and you see somebody else doing something. Wrong. I agree with that. You know that's, I mean? that's not a good feeling. You know what I mean, like, why, why you ain't yelling at him? What he about that one, guy? Yeah. He stinks too. And then he was like, you know what? You're number one, Jalen. You're number one. And that's why he gave the finger. 215-592-949. Let's go back to the phone lines here. And then I got a non-sport. I'm going to surprise uh, you guys, especially the two people in the studio with me, with my non-sports take today. A little, little surprise on this one. Will in the Northeast. What's up, Will? Good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Up, hey, Will? Will. Oh, man, listen. Let me tell you, like, this is this is one of the things that went wrong with Jalen. Now, I just want to ask, since we always, well, some of us, Always compare him to Wentz, right? What do you think happened with Wentz? Why do you think his career like went the way that? Uh, oh, I, can I guess? Nick Foles. That's a big part. <laughs> well, I would say a combination of Foles and he got in his own head, and the injuries took a toll, where he was no longer the same player. Bingo! All three is right, right? But the main thing where he couldn't get back the what the reason why he couldn't get back because like I like I keep trying to say it, it, it do make a difference. He had a mental block. Okay, mentally, he couldn't get over someone else taking over and winning the Super Bowl, all right, along with a little bit of physicality. But it was mainly the mental. Now, now the whole thing is the same thing with Hurts, right? Now, the hunger is gone. I could check that off. The drive was gone this season. I checked that off. And the confidence definitely was gone. At the, at, you know, when we played them last seven, it was gone. So guess what? When the, when the captain abandoned ship, so do the rest of the crew. And that's what happened this season. You know what I mean? And, and my thing is, I know Jalen can get back. But, like, I keep – like, for me, the main thing that I see, I think, is a mental thing, man. And until it's addressed, until he's able to get over whatever it is that's bothering him, he's going to have a winch, another winch season. I'm trying to tell you, man, because a lot of people don't address the, the, the mental aspect of the players. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that can play a big part. You well, I mean? it could play a huge part. I mean, and, and that's that, that mentality and the and the work and work ethic and kind of having being the same guy every day. That's a big thing, Will, especially at the quarterback position. It really is. Right. right. And, and one last thing, what I would like like to see, and you know, I think what we went wrong at also too. Everybody keeps saying, you know, Swift was a power back. He wasn't a power back. He was a good runner, and, you know, he could get yardage. But we need somebody like Henry, man. If you could keep, if you could keep Swift and bring Henry in, 
I'm trying to tell you this. It will open up a whole lot for the Eagles. I know that's not the only piece of the puzzle, but that's one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, and, and he's going to be out there. He's going to be available, Derek. And we'll, well, good phone call there. Yeah, look, there's – if we kind of unpack what happened with Wentz, and it is what if Wednesday, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe that'll be our what if for today. If you unpack what happened with certain guys, and, and it's it's kind of interesting. The Eagles have had quite a number of these flash-in-the-pan kind of quarterbacks over the past couple of, I don't know, 10 years or so, 12 mm-hmm. years. Like, think about it. In the last, go back to what, 2010 with Michael Vick? They've had four different quarterbacks that have played at an elite level for a small spot, right, like a year or so. And then not sustain it. Now, Hurts could go back to that. I'm not saying it's over. But isn't that kind of crazy? Like, I don't think any other franchise has that. Vic 2010, Foles both in 2013 and then again in 2017 in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Carson went to 2017. Jalen Hurts 2022. It is kind of crazy, Hugh. They've had four quarterbacks in the last 14 years that have played amazing for a burst and then... For it just couldn't hold it. Yeah, the sustainability. Yeah, and I think part of that is 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 coaching. Not make it. That's not an excuse. I just think part of it is because you have to adapt and evolve with your quarterback. And I I think that there are some examples out there of exactly that. Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes. There was a time where I remember watching TV, and all I heard was Ah, has the league figured out Patrick Mahomes? He don't look the same. He don't look the same. He he falling off. Hell, even this year, they were talking about it. But he still managed to win the Super Bowl. So I, I think that, you know, it's unfortunate because of the way that we watch the game that a lot of times we don't allow, because of our fandom, quarterbacks to grow. Because, it, perfect example, Justin Fields is a bust. Like, not and, and nobody takes into account that this young man, since he's been in the league, has had three different offensive coordinators. So part of that is because every year there's four or five quarterbacks come in the league. There's no that, reason to wait. Yes, Just get a new and, one. And, 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 the Bears, and the Bears are going to get a new that, one. That's the that's the microwave system that we're in. Well, but it's also it the, looks, the salary cap, right? The CBA. The, all of that. You have to pay him. Why would I pay him if I can get a cheaper all, one? All of that because the quarterbacks command the most money on the squad. And when you have one that flashes like he might be that dude, you pay him. You pay him right away. So it's not, it's not Jalen's fault, but I also feel like Jalen played well enough to deserve the contract that he's gotten. Now he needs to be nurtured, and he needs to evolve as a quarterback. This is not all on the coach, by the way. This is on Jalen, too. Jalen has to be, you know, amenable to, 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 to learning because I think that's a part of it, too. But you, you have to be able to evolve, man. And it's unfortunate, but that's the position, and, and that's the scrutiny that you're under it all is. the time. It is. Jeremiah is in Philadelphia. What's up, Jeremiah? What's going on, y'all? What's, What's up, up Jeremiah? What are you thinking? Listen, Hugh, Hugh played in the defense in his prime with Jim Johnson. That's the problem with Jim. He can't read defenses. Y'all like y'all, y'all skipping around. Like did y'all, you just was talking about Tua. Y'all, y'all forgot how Tua came about. He got benched for Tua because he couldn't read. The, Georgia was eating alive in the national championship game because he couldn't read the defenses, and they, they spied on him so he couldn't run. And that's what defenses are doing, as you said it earlier. Once after a good year. The defensive coordinators got the book on you, and if you watched Todd Bowles, all he did was blitz and spy him. That's all he did. Yeah, and Jeremiah, to, to add to what you're saying, the, the the worry I have is two years ago, right when he was great in 2022, 
they had defenses off balance. They didn't know if he was going to run or exactly. throw with the RPO. And then when he didn't couldn't run this year as well, I don't think teams even cared about the RPO, and they just sat back and said, "All right, we'll just play regular defense. You try, you beat us." And they wasn't running. They wasn't running the same RPO type ball. They was basically running a wing T the year they went to the Super Bowl, and they was letting uh, uh, the, the slim reaper and main man just beat the corners on the blitz and just throw it up to him. That's all. And then they, they got her court passes over the middle, and then they just ran, they just ran you ran it down the middle. All like they ran like a high school offense almost to the Super Bowl. They was just that talented. Now they you getting blitz. Right and left. That's why he rolls out and has nobody to go to because he don't know how to read the blitz. If you watch the game, he don't even run to the side where where receivers are running at. He's on the whole opposite side of the field. And I, this is me just watching him, just watching football. You you, you played you so you know more than all of us. Just it, like he got benched in the national championship. I don't care how young you were, you know who's going to be who. He can't read complicated defenses. And when it's big and. and, and Kansas City didn't have that kind of defense last year. Their defense got better this year. Oh, way better, yeah. This, when we played against Georgia with Kirby Smart, who, went, who, who was there when he was there at Alabama, he spied him and then blitzed the hell out of him. And he couldn't get. He couldn't say he was throwing the ball to the Georgia the whole game. He had to put Tua in. Tua come in and just go for 300 yards. He's going to read defenses. Well, like, and it's one it's one thing he's got to get Jeremiah. He's got to get better at man. And I and I feel like good phone call. I feel like early in the season he did a pretty good job of that. It, it, and again, this is why I feel like it's coaching as well because if you know your quarterback or if a team has figured him out and that's his deficiency, then you have to do things to make it easier for him or to get them out of that defense that they're in. We didn't do that. Like whether or not it was him not throwing the ball down the field or him not hitting the hot route, or whatever it was, the, the, the quick read. He needs to be better than that. And he also needs to be held accountable, too. Yeah, the, look, the, we go back to the boasting. The book is out, and now they got to adjust back. Hertz and, and Kellen Moore, they got to adjust back. Otherwise, you know, the blueprint is out. I mean, you go back to week one against the Patriots, Belichick blitzed him a lot. I mean, and, and the whole league just kept doing it. Flores in week two, it just kept going and going. Into the playoff game, we saw with Todd Bowles just bringing the blitz. All right, 215-592-9494. Uh, Elliot's coming up at 12 o'clock. We have to get to, though, a, uh, a mid-show, midweek take. That I think it's going to surprise everyone here. Go ahead. All right, last night, for the, for the first time in a long time, I played a – I guess you call it a sport. I played something. Now, like – I, I run. That's what I do to, to work out and to, to move because I'm always sitting here. But I don't really, I don't, I mean, when was the last time I played a sport? I tried to play basketball last year at the Wells Fargo Center for the PAL game. We all know how that went. Maybe the worst shot in the history of the building. So I played, can either of you guys guess what I played last night? Pickleball. That was going to be my guess, too. Y- yes, you got it. Wow. I played pickleball. Nice. <laughs> how did you like it, though? So, well, here's the, here's the actual take. Pickleball Uh-oh. is more challenging physically than you would think. Now, like, I wasn't out of breath, but, like, it's it's quick movements on a, in a short burst of an area. Yeah. So I played last night. I actually signed up. I'm going to play for, for a little while here. And I enjoyed it. I, I kind of get the pickleball thing that people don't. I know we have some callers that call us after they play pickleball. Mm-hmm. But physically, I just wa- I was like, ah, this seems like I just hit the ball back and forth. You got to move. You got to yeah. move kind of fast. Lot. It's, it's, it's like tennis but on steroids. Yes. On a, it, a smaller yeah, area, yeah, because you gotta be, yeah, and it's like it's it gives you the opportunity. I've never played because I, I like lateral movement for me, still don't like to do that. 
like that, you know, that that's one of the first things that went like straight ahead. I'm good. But that that lateral quick movement. I, I, I. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. I thought it was fun. It sounds fun. So I am uh, I'm officially now a pickleball player. My curiosity. So you got a, is you got a pickleball crew. You got a crew? Well, it's like it's like the rec center near where I live, and there's uh, 16 of people there. So we so just have kept... they adopted you? Y'all got shirts yet? Not we don't have shirts yet. It was only week one. Was, by the end, I might have a shirt. Yeah, yeah. I remember because I played in a rec league kind of like that before when I was in Atlanta. I, but it was a kickball rec league. Oh, you playing kickball? Yeah. Were you you, know, were you you a power hitter? Power yeah, because I didn't do a whole lot. I just like to kick the ball. That's what I do. I just run. So up you were short. Yeah, I was, I was basically they, basically I was Ted. I basically was that. You know what our name was? What's that? The ball tappers. The, oh, you no. know what? That's, Hold on a second. Yeah, just cut that audio right Swallow there. Swallow it, you know, and eat it. <laughs> so ball, we were the ball tappers. <laughs> yeah. So officially, I am a You've pickleball had some player now. Big batty balls. <laughs> um, so by you, the way, you're welcome for that. One, well, by yes, the way. you got that one. Uh, an update on our poll from yesterday about would you beat Kyle Schwarber in a race? You got dusted. People thought there was no way you beat Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, come nah, on, come it's on. a it's a way. He's Kyle Schwarber ain't that fast, but he's a current pro athlete. He's in his yeah, athletic prime, you. I, I, you know You're what? Not. I beat everybody on that pole in the race. How about that? That still maybe not true. <laughs> no, that's probably. Oh, not. I think he would beat most of our listeners. Uh, you know, well, it's the, not the Twitter responded. You know what's yeah. funny? I feel like I can run. I just ain't tested it out lately. Like I feel like I can run fast. You better be careful. You know I'm gonna race my son. I'm gonna I'm race him. Harp because I harp. I'm gonna race harp. See if I can get him. Right, if, if I you, get him, I like. You, you have to him. let him win yeah. though. No, he well, yeah, I yeah. do because he gets he gets pretty hot. So you're gonna lose to him too. Yeah. All right. Two one five We'll get to all your phone calls and Elliot will join us. We'll see what he thinks about Jalen Hurts and this culture issue the Eagles may have. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's the midday show. Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on Fanduel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning. $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players or teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.